Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at newbalance.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Behind the Racket Pod, the podcast taking you behind the racket with today's top tennis players and biggest issues facing the sport. Behind the Racket is a community to give fans and players in the world of tennis the opportunity to open up like they have never done before. Visit BehindTheRacket.com for the latest stories, merch, as well as direct links to all of the latest podcasts. It can also be found on iTunes, Google Play, Pandora, Stitcher, and wherever you find your podcasts. Download the episodes and make sure to leave a review. And we want you to be a part of the conversation. Find me at NoahRubin33 or Mike at Mike C Tennis on all forms of social media. You can also learn more at BehindTheRacket.com or MikeCTennis.com. Special thanks to my sponsor, New Balance. Visit their latest shoes and styles at NewBalance.com and learn more about their program of giving back at hashtag NBGivesBack. You can also help support the podcast by visiting Patreon.com slash BehindTheRacketPod and receive rewards from our travels around the world. And now. Hey everybody, Mike here uh, from the Doubletree by the San Francisco airport. Listen, we have over the next couple of days, regardless of when you're hearing this, there are three podcasts that we're dropping over the next couple of days. Number one is an interview with Michael Moe, who won the Fairfield Challenger on Sunday. Um, Didn't lose a set during the entire week. It was his seventh Challenger title. So we do have an interview with Michael Moe that's dropping on Monday. On Tuesday, we will be... Getting to Noah Rubin and his decision to take up pickleball and why. And then on Wednesday, a full behind-the-racket profile with Sam Riffis, the 2021 NCAA champion while at the University of Florida, who is now into his professional career since graduating in the summer. So all three of these will be dropping. You'll hear this intro on all three of them, so you can skip ahead just about one minute to get to uh, the interviews and also Noah as well. Um, But thank you so much for listening to the Behind the Racket pod, and more is coming up next week. Well, fresh off of his trip to Columbus, Ohio, to watch some team pickleball action is Noah Rubin. Um, we were going to record on on a Monday um, last week, um, but uh, Noah made his big announcement. Yeah, big big day say. for you. And I I get a text and you're just like I'm exhausted, man. It's a big day. I've had too, I've had too much going on. This is it's too big of a deal. Look at me, everybody. <laughs> You're a piece of shit. You were like an hour <laughs> fucking delayed for that one. Waiting. Waiting for your call. Um, 
Yeah. Well, obviously. Um, so I want to get first something clear. Okay. Um, I did not leave tennis for pickleball. <laughs> that wasn't. I didn't see pickle and said this is. Yeah, that's. Something. Uh, I, I have to. I have to go back and find it because I don't want to paraphrase it. Um, but I'm going to paraphrase it anyways. Uh, Craig, yeah. Craig Shapiro, mm-hmm. um, somebody you and I we we talked to him actually in in New York. At the US uh, Open, but yeah. yeah, I I believe he he made a a tweet. I don't I don't know if it was directed solely at you or also at Mr. <laughs> Query, but basically saying if you if you can't handle uh, the rigors of or are not able to be successful in tennis, uh, going over to pickleball is. You know, then it's just basically he said you're an NFT. You're just like not the real piece of art. You right. are you Understood. are the NFT. That was that was his. Yeah, definitely it was... a weird thing to say to Sam. <laughs> you know, <laughs> fuck me, right? But like for Sam, you know, for Sam, the guy guy was 11 in the world. Guy, like the guy I mean, did all right. He did okay. Hit a few tennis balls pretty big. Um, yeah, so I did not. I didn't leave tennis for pickle. You know, we all know we've had the conversations. I was tired. I need to take a step back for my mental well being. Um, and yeah, actually, one of my closest friends. We were like messing around in one of his courts in his community, and it was addictive. And that was like kind of the first time that um, I was like, okay. I get that this sport is addictive because I, as much as people think I want tennis to evolve, like I'm still a tennis traditionalist at heart and, and I love the sport. And then I saw pickle and I was like, this is fun. And I get why so many people are playing it. But wait, in the Hamptons, I was playing with a few of these guys and one of the co-owners of the fives, which is a team in MLP, Major League Pickleball, um, co-owner with Gary Vaynerchuk um, said, you got to check this sport out. And that's kind of when I took a deep dive, you know, took my trips over to Austin, played with a few guys, and and I was like, it's fun. I saw incredible potential in the marketing side of things, and here we are. Okay. Are you? Don't tell me you have the tweet up. Uh, I'm yeah, I'm pulling it up <laughs> because I I I'm actually yeah, I was actually fascinated by the thought, and I don't want to I don't want to. M- misquote Mr. Shapiro. If someone yeah. if someone can retire from a sport because they can no longer be competitive in that sport and then be an exciting new pro player in a different sport, then the latter is not really a sport. It's an NFT. That's interesting. Yeah. Right. Um, so, yeah, when Jordan took his talents to baseball, he was the early NFTs. Wow, who knew they were around? Um, okay, so... Uh, I think quickly, I think whether you're in the tennis world and pickle on the outside of it, whether you're rooting, I'll say, I'll use myself rooting for me against me, just want to see what the fuck happens. I think that's showing just how many eyes are on the sport. So I think you take the laughability aspects away from it. The people make like, regardless, let's say Craig, even though we're friends, I don't think he wishes bad upon me, but let's say he's laughing at my move he's going to tune in to see what the hell noah rubin is doing in the world of pickleball whether he likes I, to or not i don't think so um that's complete why he won't tune in he's not gonna watch i'm not that, gonna watch and i love you that's a lie i'm that's a lie no you're it actually, lying you're lying if, if if one of the bigger events comes up and it's like noah's first event don't act like you're not gonna press that link don't lie that's such a random thing to lie about I'm I'm not. 
Oh my, such a lie. On, we're recording this. Why are you lying? I don't watch your. I didn't watch your tennis. If I wasn't <laughs> true, there, because it was irrelevant. Because nobody was watching my tennis. <laughs> that was a thing. Except for me against Orlando Luz was apparently the only match that was ever watched yeah, by anybody. But some real questions about that. But. People are going to watch. I, I promise you. People are going to tune in to at least a journey of it, whether it's on my socials, whether it's kind of possibly a show that I'm working on. People are tuning in. Don't act. There's interest level. There is. If you're, if you're going out of your way to tweet about it, there's interest. Yeah, it's it. That's that is. Uh, it's a it's a valid point. I maintain that I'm not going to watch, but that's a different story altogether. <laughs> that's, just, <laughs> that's just me being an asshole. Um, it's it's an interesting question, Noah, because I, obviously your announcement this week has caused um, a ruckus. It has caused a lot of debate, and a lot of the tennis purists, if they will, are not thrilled. Um, and I, I will I will fully admit myself um, I I don't have any interest in watching pickleball I I I love it as a fun group sport everything I know yeah. you and I have talked about it like like I've been able to play with my dad that's amazing I totally get it and t- am taking nothing away from the people who play pickleball I yeah, I the have playability you can't argue correct yeah. I totally get it it's fun I, it's great. Uh, I I really do struggle with the television product. Mm-hmm. Like I actually 100%. I even I even get and frankly where I what I want to get to is the actual on-site activity. That's what I want to get to. Mm-hmm. But like the the TV side like it's... when I when it's on Instagram and like TikTok and it's highlights and I'm just like that's the highlight. I I have no interest in watch. If that's your highlight, I I just don't right. want to watch the other ninety five percent. Like that's no, you're right. It, like I, yeah, that's the part that I, in terms of pickleball, I don't get. Yeah, that's the one part that I'm just like, okay, I, everything about it makes a lot of sense to me in terms of why it's growing, all that. But the TV side is a real question now. Yeah, um, that's why I won't watch you just because it's yeah, I, and it's you and like it's you, right? Yeah. Um, Hunter Johnson, totally watching that. Um, <laughs> Keenan Mayo, totally watching that. Um, so I saw I saw your stories this past week from Columbus. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And last night, I hope he doesn't mind me mentioning this, I was talking with Bjorn uh, Fratangelo, mm-hmm. or as some people call him, Frantangelo. Um, and we were just having a, um, just kind of a discussion about it being Columbus specifically. Mm-hmm. Because you have played in the Columbus Challenger over the years, yeah. he has played in the Columbus Challenger over the actual years. court. <laughs> yeah, um, and seeing the difference—and I'm not trying to pick on the Columbus Challenger by any means—but seeing yeah, the yeah. difference of a of a Challenger tennis event versus what they do at pickleball, and this is the real this is the real question for me. This is this is a question for as a whole. This is not just pickle. This is going to a deeper conversation correct. that we've had. Yes. yes. This is um, – I, I think I would really enjoy going to a pickleball tournament because that looks like fun. It's everything we've spoken about of bringing and, – and they're working harder and I had people come up to me saying, we saw you know what you were trying to do with BTR Tour and we know that it kind of fell apart. But you know we want to bring those ideas. Like It's that festival feel yes. to it. And it's the allowing of the fans to cheer and high-fiving. And um, yeah, I mean it's – a lot of the same people involved it's just they have 
what I've gone down to, and, and there is a money component behind it, of course. Yeah. But it's also the freedom that pickleball allows, yes. and this, and we don't, we can use any other term necessary. I think it's the lack of freedom that tennis provides I to allow. And and I played on that court. I actually asked a chair umpire if he had a dinner reservation, which is why the reason he hooked me on match point against uh, Bolt. <laughs> if you remember that one, when I had eight set points in the second set tiebreaker, but I, I didn't because again I didn't watch because I wasn't there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I want oh, to make sure we're abundantly do. clear. Yeah, you also you, you also don't go. To, you don't do Columbus Challenger. I forgot. <laughs> right. Um, they don't want you there. <laughs> um, so yes, when I'm when I'm in person, and I agree, the TV. I don't know if there's an answer for the TV. I, there is an issue. It is extremely boring watching, especially doubles on TV. And I will say, in person, I was like kind of mesmerized. And I am somebody that like won't even watch basketball at this right. point because I find that boring. Right. So for me, you watch this and I was like, wow, I actually found myself staring and not on my phone. And so so something, I don't know if there is another camera angle, something has to change with that. But in person, the fact that there were more than a few hundred people already involved screaming, chanting, high-fiving for something that's not even a year old yet, this MLP tour, I mean – like tennis take a fucking page out of that book like understand that people want to be a part of something like this is this like like you i'm sure and and bjorn were talking about this is the same location i mean we're, we're mm-hmm. there's constants in this argument right now you can't say there's not people here a lot of them don't even know what pickleball was i was i was actually made my rounds with some of these random people that were there and they're like yeah we just saw a couple ads for it and thought it'd be cool to come over looked fun that was it Yep. You know, and it didn't take that much and, and really a cost of entry, you know, it was just the marketing for them. So what are we doing? Yeah. So, um, I can't say we anymore, I guess. No, you can't. Shit. Um, <laughs> that's all right. I'm going to allow it. Um, I've been, I've been watching a lot of the, you know, that Daryl Brooks, the guy who drove through the, in, he drove his car through the parade, uh, and he's re- representing himself in his trial in Wisconsin right now. I've been watching a lot of Well that. aware. Well, I have fun with that one. I've been watching a lot of the TikTok highlights because I just can't fathom this guy. Grounds, <laughs> grounds. God, um, sorry. Um, anywho, being here in Fairfield this week, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna reference Tennis Sandgren here. Um, okay, because tennis, I, I think, at all levels of the sport, <laughs> he is a guy, obviously. Um, and I'm sure he doesn't mind me saying this. He he obviously struggles mightily when people are moving, when there is noise in the crowd. It is a it's a difficult thing for him in particular. Um, when when you're at a challenger where there's maybe 50 people and one of them gets up, it's a real issue for him. In fact, one a random fan came over to me yesterday, uh, right before the semifinals, and says. Uh, you've, you enjoyed being here in Fairfield? Yeah, sure. Of course. I love it. You know? Uh, and then he, he says, what about tennis Sandgren? I, I, I was like, he's not playing today. What, what do you, what, what the hell, what do you want from me here? And he said, well, that guy's just a baby, huh? And I was like, um, what do you, what do you mean, sir? And he's just like, oh, it gets mad every time somebody moves. And like, take, take the fact that it's tennis out of this, this whole Right. argument just a tennis player yes. yes that is that is kind of where i'm where i'm struggling here noah because i think mm-hmm. i think there is enough uh interest within the sport of tennis especially by tennis 
tournament organizers to have much more of a festival feel. Yes. There is a real problem with players accepting the idea of movement, noise, all of that that would come along with that. Is there a way to protect the, if you will, the sanctity of the tennis court Yep. while still making it so that it, it's a hell of a lot more fun to actually come to a tennis tournament so kids, when they come, don't have to just, oh, I have to be quiet, and then get shushed by people. I, yeah. I, 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 and I'm, I'm struggling with that because I think it has to start with the players now. It actually does. It was actually, We've had this on the pod a few times, and it was one of the few times I gave ATP credit. They said, we want this. Yeah. We want movement. We want cheering. But the players actually said no, and Rafa was at the top of that uh, conversation, as you can imagine. S- sorry, I, I we have to stop. You you just little, missed little, your mouth little, drinking coffee. Little the coffee came out. <laughs> a little creamy. Okay, let's okay let's regain that composure here. Um, yeah. So the, the players did say no to that. What I will say, because I did play college tennis, and what I will say from a player's mentality. We find ways to put the excuse on something else. Of course. So if something's not supposed to be there and I'm not feeling good about myself or my game, it takes a lot to not put it on that, which is what tennis just did, which is what a lot of players, we've seen it multiple times where it's like, well, no, no, that that one baby scream two sets ago is not the reason that you're down two breaks in the third right now. Like, let's relax. And then I've also seen every type of player – Six eight five two, one that gets pumped, one that's super quiet, acclimate to the college environment mm-hmm. without even a question, and not only acclimate to it, grow within it, see a better level level of tennis, see that emphasis. So it's there. It just can't be something that you lean on as a handicap. So that's what we're looking at right now. If you accept it, if we say, "Hey guys, we don't care." You're good enough. You've hit enough tennis balls that you should be able to do it while people are clapping. And the beauty of tennis, the actual sport itself, is always going to be there. Tennis is beautiful just as is, just as people finding their way, battling, and and hitting a tennis ball. So I think it just comes a point where somebody's going to have to flip a switch and say, hey, you know, we're experimenting with the Challenger Tour. Every Challenger next year is going to be... You're clapping. People are going to move whenever they want. Let's see what the fuck happens. I I, I couldn't agree more on that aspect. It, and maybe it's maybe it's even futures. Um, yeah. You know, maybe it's maybe it's your 15k level, and they're just like, deal with it. Um, yeah. I, I I referenced a couple of weeks ago on our pod just the idea of the the minor league. There, there's one particular minor league um, apparatus. There's just one league where they that's they will institute have bad bananas <laughs> right but they'll they'll institute <laughs> yeah. like rules that major league baseball wants to at least test you know the robot right. umpires um the mm. robot strike zone so they tested in this minor league we got to do this man like this i i i i saw mark pecci who you argue with quite a bit on on the twitters mm-hmm. um a great commentator he mentioned the same thing he's just like we've we've got to tweak it he, yeah. you know it's I get I get why there's so much interest because in pickleball because it's fun. It looks like a fun place to be and a fun yeah, tournament to be around. And a lot of futures and challengers it is we're trying we're trying to force Wimbledon on mm. on these lower levels of tournaments and it's just not right. 
It's just one Wimbledon. Yes. Um, and keep it like that. Dress up. Be quiet. Yes. Fine. <laughs> if we're in, you know, Binghamton, New York, let let a few rowdy college guys come out and see what happens. You know, I, I just when I looked at Pickle, I said this is the perfect way to exhibit a festival. I was like, to, for this to be a center of a festival, this is perfect. It's fast enough. It's quick enough for the timing wise. Um, you have men and women, you can get loud. I was like, this is, you get this in the center of a festival. People are drunk, people with shopping on the side, people with food, food trucks. And that's what it was. It was at a smaller level and they're only expanding as we know. But yeah, they say that the challenger tour, you know, they make fun of us and they make fun of them and they use them and everything, but use them correctly. Yeah. You know? You know, if you're gonna if you're gonna shit on them, at least experiment at that point. Well, the one the one example we had in here in the states, um, and it was always one of the, if not the most well attended challenger on the USTA Pro Circuit was Dallas. Um, if if you never came, it was basically they had a a, a setup where it was three courts. It was an indoor event. Um, and essentially three courts, they made one of them, one of the ends, if you will, inside of this indoor, small little indoor facility. One of them was the play court. And so they set up full stands. And then the other half of the building was a shopping area, food area, get your drinks. And inevitably, inevitably at the TBRM Racket Club, there were always going to be players who asked the chair umpire to quiet down the other half of the building mm. where people are having dinner, where people are shopping, just having a drink, being with their friends. And inevitably, every single year, people were asking the chair umpire to quiet down a crowd who's not even on the court. And that's... But also, what's funny to me, and how short-sighted tennis players are, and I think I put a... L- and this is probably one thing I regret was I put a lot of blame early on HP, WTA, the entities. We, we, in our conversations, I did that a lot. And I don't regret kind of the instances, but I, I think I didn't fully grasp the effort tennis players not only didn't put into evolving the sport, but almost put in to stop preventing the mm. sport. And it's like, how short-sighted. You have pe- you're, you're worried about fans. Your favorite thing in the world is to play in front of fans <laughs> And you're going to shush and move away the few people. So some of those, half of those people that you shush are going to go outside to have their conversation and might not come back in. Like, what are you risking? And and that's because you're losing the match. <laughs> yeah. So it's it was always tough to see. But yeah, I mean, I saw so many happy faces at T-Bar-M throughout that time. Absolutely. And they're like, we get to have dinner. We get to be here. I shop a little bit. And I had a glass of wine, and now let's go watch some right. Mackie McDonald's. <laughs> I would watch I'll watch for half an hour and then go back out and have another drink. And it's not it's not just about tennis. It's actually about the atmosphere, the experience, and that's ultimately And they what, come back. That's what tennis needs to have happen. It's one thing to be able to do it in New York. It's one thing to be able to do it in Paris, and you're able to go around the grounds. It, it needs to start happening at the lower levels so that people – you it's New York, France – uh, Paris, uh, London, Melbourne, those are destination tournaments for a lot of people who are tennis purists. But in these smaller communities where they have this one futures event or one challenger event, make it an experience so people want to get involved with the sport. I think that's ultimately what we're saying. Um, I want to I end here um, by talking a little bit about you. 
Um, hey, gorgeous. Okay. Um, are are you an influencer now? I mean, is that is that I what's mean, happening? When wasn't I? Uh, I mean, well, when wasn't I? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I never. I mean, it was never uh, positive. Okay. <laughs> there was influence. There was influence there. <laughs> All kidding aside. Um, yes. I I know. Over the last couple of years, Noah, all, you have put a target on your back because of the fact that you are outspoken within Jewish. the sport. Oh, okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, boy. <Ooh>. Um, okay. <laughs> you, 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 without question, put a target on your back because of the fact you've been outspoken over the last couple of years on this podcast and then on mm-hmm. every other podcast that you um, attend to. Um, you are now... Even more so than Sam Query, mm-hmm. you are you are the target for a lot of tennis purists now. Who, frankly, yes. in the past have been, if you will, on your side in terms of the fact that right. change needs to happen within the sport. Now, yep. now you've drawn their ire, and yep. it does feel like a lot of people don't want you to succeed. How do you deal with that? Because that is that is a lot of pressure. It is quickly silenced, and and this is not a, a pat on the back. Um, and and hopefully, maybe I can even get your your credit on this one. I'm a thoughtful thinker. Thoughtful thinker. Um, Clearly, it's <laughs> everything is deliberate. And and when I saw the opportunity here, I, I took it and what I think is is did it correctly with the announcement and, and going about it the right ways right now. It is all of this is silenced, A by the fact that you partly disagree, they will tune in. I don't know if they're gonna watch every match. I don't know if they're gonna watch fifty percent of my matches, but they're going to at least follow the journey, whether they're rooting against me or not. And the second thing is how many messages and texts, A, of support, but B, of how can I help you? How can I be a mm. part of this? Other people realizing, and these are people in the tennis world saying there's something here, whether A, to make money, B, because it's fun and to be a part of, or C, just want to see what this world is all about. And I'm their kind of middleman now mm. to this. I'm enjoying it. I... um I signed with Top Notch, and he's like, I don't know what's going to happen with you. I don't know what's going to happen in this sport, but I can tell you right now you're going to have more fun than you've had in the past five years. And that's all I can say. So for me, it's it's a new and exciting world. I, for you know Whether you want to call it this you know, sport or a game, I like learning new things. I like being a part of it. And, and my marketing mind, I see this expanding because you already see the headlines coming in. So for the people that are saying, and the tennis purists, my love for tennis ball. I mean, the first thing I did when I got to a, this pickleball event was hit a tennis ball. I mean, it's already growing that I want to practice. I want to hit balls already. But mm. at the same point, tennis is is not in a place that's accepting of somebody like me that's seeing, you know, the potential. And, and pickleball has welcomed that in with open arms. And there's, there is a, a smile on my face every day since so far. And that's all I can say. That's really it. And I can't wait for you to. I'm gonna look and I'm gonna see you watching my match. It's gonna be glorious. I, I just, I'm just not gonna watch your. You're playing with me. I would, I, 100, I would. No, no, in a tournament. Well, that no. 
Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, all kidding yes. aside, I absolutely 100% would, would play and hit with you. I, yes. I would love to do that. I'm not going to watch. That's fine. I will, I will wait until you tell me how you did. At least just say that the people that are rooting against me and for me, well, mostly against me, will be watching and following the journey. How, how can you have that, let's say, hatred, for lack of a better term, and then not see how it ends up? I, I, uh, Noah, I, you're not the climax yet. What? Um, I think what will happen is very simply people will, will see how you're, Whatever your first result is, and that will be about the extent of it. Yeah, totally disagree. Totally disagree. <laughs> Completely, and I've I've seen the messages, people not just one message, two or three messages from the same person being like, "You're a in the pickleball world, you're not going to make it." Blah blah yeah, yeah, blah. Yeah. Or from the tennis world, being like, "Is this really going to be your path?" Yeah. Like this is really what you're doing. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, this is this is really what I'm doing. I disagree. They're tuning in. I already see it. And I don't, I'm not even doing anything yet. You, I don't give a fuck about you. You don't have to watch my shit. <laughs> yeah. But just wait because we're going to be at the same places very soon. That is like the most ominous and scary thing. These will be at. Are you tennis tournaments? Are you are you claiming that pickleball is going to come and like take over challenger events? Is that what you're like? Is it going to be no. like those climate change? It, uh, it will. I the do climate believe the these climate change be. folks will come out on and like Noah Noah will we, we, like put himself and I wrap himself my around to the, to the court. chair umpire and like with this a is paddle. too big. Hey! This court's too big. Pickle! I'm sorry. That that was the best on the, on the short notice you got was me screaming pickles out loud. <laughs> um, it, these will be eventually coming and and being played during the weeks and on the campus of Masters One Thousands. So, oh boy, I'll see you soon. Okay, I'll see you soon, pal. All right, hand in hand we unite. Oh. How are your Illini doing? All good? Oh, man. Look at that. It's a football school now. Six and one. Going to a a bowl game. Going to a bowl game. Already. Taking it home. Just end the season (laughs) now. I I haven't watched any of it. Skull. Have fun today. Uh, I will. Michael Moe and Gabriel Diallo. I will. And this is the last thing I'll say. And I, I really don't want people to take this personally. Yeah. We're obviously a Challenger Tour podcast. That's what we've kind of put our focus on, and that's what I've played for a very long time. You take a step away from tennis, which has just been a busy week for me. Yeah. There's no news of of Challenger Tour. Like, you you don't find this unless you look for it. Right. It's time to experiment. That's all I end it with. I I, I agree. And and at the same time, I mean, like, the... I will experiment in any way you want. But, I, I mean, like, Michael Moe's back on the top verge of top 100. Um, right. Diallo is a really exciting guy who's just kind of exploded this summer. It would be awesome um, if there was more interest. And, and uh, yeah, but, again, yeah. we, yeah. Of course, yeah. 
There'll yeah. be a good crowd that's on weird. hand. Uh, I will say the crowds here in Fairfield have actually been really, really good, and that's been it's made it a lot of fun. So, was it the last time I was there? Was the forest fire? I, don't uh, know if I, I mean, I time. I missed I missed the last event in 2019. I actually went back to Tulsa because I was doing the ITA All Americans. Um, 2019. That there was no played Tib. There was no fire that Banks year. Banks that year? No, that was did I play Banks that year in Tib? Oh God. I don't know. Meshing together a little bit. Pre-COVID stuff is a little blurry. It, that feels like 30 <laughs> years ago. 30 years ago. Holy shit, man. Yeah. God. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, but have some fun. I'll, I I won't listen. No, of course not. No, yeah. I'm just, just like I won't and watch you, your pickleballs. Like you I mean, it's the same thing. It's all good. Hey, I, we, first bar, LaGuardia Airport, few screens playing college football. Biggest screen was MLP. Okay. Major League Pickleball. I love you. Bye. Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s-inspired style and cutting-edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high-energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. The show might be over, but the conversation isn't. Join us on social media at NoahRubin33, at MikeCTennis, and at Behind the Racket. Expect new episodes every Monday or Tuesday. And don't forget to leave us a rating on iTunes. It really helps us expand and reach more listeners as we take you Behind the Racket.